Welcome to Metaphysical Soul Speak. I'm your host, Elena Fox Starks. Hey guys, I oh, I arrived in Quito. I am currently sitting outside, and it is decidedly cold at night here. I was burning up, so I'm in short sleeves. I'm sitting in the middle of a grassy lawn looking at this ginormous tree and the clouds overhead are puffy and pink like cotton candy I think it's because of the orange-ish lights of the city it's uh, less stressful in the environment to have these weird orange lights than bright white lights I think that's why nature has rights in Ecuador. So far, this city is phenomenal. We've been here only, well, it took us an hour by plane from Cuenca to Quito, an hour from, oh, from the airport. We took a bus for an hour, and then we got into a taxi, and that was another 25 minutes to get to our hostel at almost midnight so it's gonna be a little bit quieter my voice because I mean I'm surrounded I'm in a hostel (laughs) I don't want people to get hostile (laughs) so I'm a little quiet whispering I hope you guys could still hear me my other phone is about to die so we're gonna we're gonna jump right into A Course in Miracles lesson 11 and then the Shaman resonance and then I could finish the introduction so lesson 11 in a course in miracles and you know I've been doing this now this will be the 11th day because I want to keep my integrity energetically and um, this is gonna help me right now especially because I am a little frazzled from just travel I I traveled for two and a half hours for me this is nothing but my god you guys the ascension symptoms okay we're at 99 on the scale I am in so much pain I could barely move I get to this hostel that I booked and I had no idea it was like staircases up and staircases down and staircases all around in a crazy ass spiral and I'm like I could barely freaking move and guess what there was two beds left when we got here and they're on the upper bunk oh my god so I did take an aspirin I'm hoping that helps my arthritis which is decidedly an ascension symptom right now so lesson 11 in a course in miracles to keep our energy intact and full of integrity as 
we need to during this time of ascension. My meaningless thoughts are showing me a meaningless world. I'm going to read the first paragraph. So, my meaningless thoughts are showing me a meaningless world. This is the first idea we have had that is related to a major phase of the correction process, the reversal of the thinking of the world. It seems as if the world determines what you perceive. Today's idea introduces the concept that your thoughts determine the world you see. Be glad indeed to practice the idea in its initial form, for in this idea is your release made sure. The key to forgiveness lies in it. So my meaningless thoughts are showing me a meaningless world. And they say later in the lesson, and I encourage you, ACIM.org, please go do the whole lesson. If you haven't done any of them, start whenever you wish. (laughs) I am not your dictator. You don't have to do it, but if you wish, if you feel compelled and drawn to this, this is incredible. It's, It's helped me quite a bit. So the introduction to this idea in particular should be practiced as casually as possible. For it contains the foundation for the peace, relaxation, freedom from worry that we are trying to achieve. So, yeah, that's good lesson for me, honestly, right now. Um, If you've been listening to the show for the past week or so, you would know that tomorrow morning I have to get in a taxi and go to the government of Ecuador and give them all the paperwork that it has taken me one year to obtain and close to $2,000 to obtain. And I have to pay them $900 on top of that for the privilege of staying in the country 11 more months because I've got to pay for the past 13 months that I've been here kind of legal illegal. (laughs) I mean, I've been, if I didn't have an appointment, it would have been illegal because I had an appointment. I've been legal, but I've been kind of like in a gray area. (sighs) I do not like the feeling of being in a gray area. I want to do everything by the book. I do want to live in this country for a long time. I mean, don't get me wrong, when my one true love comes and sweeps me off my feet and says, oh, I have a mansion in L.A., (laughs) best believe, I'm going to be in L.A. part of the time. (laughs) I, I, You know, wherever, I I love L.A. I mean, if I did have to live in L.A., I'll have to look for a writing assignment and write for TV, probably, or movies. But I have an opportunity here to... Possibly, possibly write a, my own series. So that would be super wonderful. The Americans here have gotten together and they're putting together a television station for gringos. My friend is a professional singer and he sent me a video and they just performed, they, they built this huge stage and it looks every bit as good as anything you've ever seen in LA. But that's because most of the people I've met here are famous or 
are um, fringe famous. <laughs> like, yeah, I played in Chicago, the band Chicago for three years or whatever, you know. So I have some people that are famous. So it's pretty cool. And so this guy was telling me, yeah, we're, we're putting together a variety show first. I'm like, well, I have a comedy series, a sitcom I want to write about expatriates, <laughs> about my my eccentric uh, story as well as stories I've heard from other people. You know, like lesbians looking for love, and I mean, just people I've talked to about just various things. It's completely crazy some of the stuff I've heard. <laughs> just looking for love. That I mean, that could be like a whole year's worth of episodes <laughs> from various people trying. So, um, before my phone quits, cause I am not going to walk up four flights of stairs and plug in my phone and wait two hours. I've got, my appointment literally is in less than 12 hours and I've got to sleep guys. I'm so tired. Um, okay. The scientists for disclosure.it write today regarding the Schumann resonance at 8:30 AM UTC time. They write, there has been no real movement interruption since yesterday at 3 a.m. UTC. The movements were continuous and also very strong. The first in the new chart occurred at 22.15 UTC time with an amplitude of 49 hertz. From 2.30 UTC, a new series began which led at 4.30 a.m. UTC to today's most powerful peak so far and reached 87 hertz oh wow that explains a lot does it explain anything for you guys were you feeling um any kind of ascension symptoms lately for me and my son my son my 16 year old i mean he's barely been able to walk or sit and he's just in so much pain he's like he's like oh my god my whole spine hurts like yeah that explains it 87 hertz a further peak of 40 hertz occurred at 7.15, followed shortly after by one more at 55 hertz. Now, the evening report goes on. From 8 UTC, the time of the peak at 55 hertz, the activity continued in a minor way, with other peaks, one of which at 11.30 a.m. UTC, reached 40 hertz. In the last three hours... From 14 UTC, the values returned normal. Okay. Okay. But wow, I mean, 87, we're, we're still up there, right? Oh, man. So I'm sitting here. I, I'm sitting on what they call poofs. Uh, in, my, in my country, we call them bean bags. I feel like a little kid. I'm sitting cross-legged on this enormous beanbag. I'm like, seriously, this is like a, <laughs> a yard with like 20 beanbags and they're all a different color. I mean, this is like kind of like one of my ideas of heaven, okay? <laughs> it's so comfortable. The one thing about this um, hostel is that they're very adamant and strict about no drugs, no alcohol brought in from outside, blah, blah, blah. 
But um, after our appointment, I, I told my son, I go, well, there is one hostel called Vibes, and it's well known for their weed. <laughs> I'm like, I'm, Mommy might need to relax at, at Vibes Hostel. But then there's this other one, House of David's Friends. <laughs> and it's apparently this guy's apartment, and he also smokes weed. I'm like, that's hilarious. This guy opened up his apartment, called it a hostel, and random people just show up and sleep on his couch or in his extra bedroom, like couch surfing. I'm like, oh my God, that's hilarious, right? But I don't blame him. What a cool way to make money. So I um, was going up and down all these stairs. This is like, did you guys ever see the Escher painting? where you can't tell if the stairs are going up or down. That's how I feel. I feel very disorientated in this place. This hostel is enormous, enormous. And like I'm staying in a room, it's like the 19th room that has eight beds in it. This place is huge. And then there's a lot of private, and the private rooms are huge. They're like 40 or $50 a night for a private room. In this place, we've got a restaurant, we've got a bar, we've got a secondary bar that where they play games at night. I mean, obviously way earlier than when I got here. Outside, not only do we have all these colorful bean bags, but we've got, I'm looking at, okay, one, two, three, four decks. But one of the decks has five levels to it. I mean, this place is incredible, but I was, I got lost trying to find this place. I'd gone down all these stairs and I opened the door to what I thought was a garden and it's a rooftop terrace, two flights up from the garden. I'm like, oh my God, where the hell is the garden? Cause I need to get out here so that no one can hear me recording. And that's why I'm practically whispering my show today. Oh my God. But, um, I got out on the rooftop terrace. There's like four chairs. They look very cold, very uncomfortable. And I'm like, oh, this is not gonna do. I've gotta get down to the garden. And then I look up and I see her. You guys, Keto is like, I'm gonna cry, you guys, I express this. Okay, there's this huge, huge, huge monument they call it the version the ver la vergen de Pajasa. and it's a um it's like the, like uh, mother mary but it's like an angel and she has these enormous wings and it's on top of this huge mountain but this statue you guys is so big it looks like you're maybe like six to eight blocks away from it but it's like another 20 30 minutes away that's how big it is I mean by taxi and she's got these enormous wings and she's like blessing the whole city I didn't even know this existed and I'm like right like kind of near it I'm in the part of the city where it's very, very obvious and very visible. It's at the top of the mountain. It's only $1 to go and get in. I don't know if I'm going to have time to do it, but I mean, it's incredible. And then we're driving and there's this gothic basilica. I like seriously, I'm blown away. 
Like, I can't believe. I, I mean, this is something that you would find in Europe, like, I mean, I'm, I mean, I, I mean, no disrespect, but this looks like the Cathedral Notre Dame. Cathedral Notre Dame. This looks just, I mean, really close to it. <laughs> I'm hoping after my appointment, I can go to the Basilica. Maybe I'll go in and there pray. I know that I read a story a long time ago. I'm going to have to tell you guys about it maybe tomorrow. That might be the topic for tomorrow. There is one saint whose bones are buried in that basilica. It's like three blocks from here. And I think it's a saint that was like a school teacher and made it a point to educate and make sure the children in all the tribal societies of Ecuador learned how to read. I think that was what the story was, but don't quote me on it because I don't honestly know right now. I'm hoping that, I'm hoping that um, I will be able to um, figure it all out. <laughs> but I am having just a tiny bit of uh I'm like laying back in a beanbag this is completely crazy I feel like a little kid in a gardener <laughs> um <laughs> I think I think my beanbag is like I think it's green I love green yeah it's like a it's like a turquoise green it's like my favorite color but um so yeah I was I don't know. I just, I just feel like I don't even know what the hell I was saying. To be honest, I am so sorry for my being so tired tonight, guys. Usually I'm wide awake in my house, but now I've been lugging two backpacks all over creation. But I'm gonna take a quick break. Just please let my little Spotify ad play out so that I get paid my penny. <laughs> and um, go, go grab a drink or you know, popcorn or some little snack. And I'm going to tell you some crazy stuff just about my trip only. I mean, today and what it's like to really trust the universe and let go and have faith that everything's going to work out. I mean, I think that's what I need to do my show about tonight. I mean, my mind has been just only on getting us here. <laughs> Finding out yesterday that my pictures weren't the right size for that one piece of paper and having to make several trips to several places in the city just to get this one teeny tiny picture. I mean, I just feel at this point my life is so freaking ridiculous for like, it's paper. It's paper, but you have to have the right paper with the right ink on it. Do you guys see how insane this is? It's so arbitrary. It seems so arbitrary. Like you're not a valid human being if you don't have the right piece of paper with the right colors of ink on it in the right words in the right way. It has to be just so. All the I's dotted and the T's crossed and you could pay all your freaking money and they could still say, oh, sorry. <laughs> I mean, this has been my greatest test of the past year trying to get this crap together 
Anyway, I'm going to take a quick break, guys. I'm going to come right back. I noticed that they're closing down the restaurant now because she's finished cleaning. Now I'm scared they're going to, like, maybe possibly lock the door. So I'm going to take a quick break and make sure I'm not going to be locked outside because it's freaking cold out. (laughs) I'm, like, starting... I'm, like, literally in a sleeveless shirt and I'm starting to get cold. All right, I'll be right back. guys so yeah having faith and trust in the universe um I'm gonna tell you guys about my story uh just about traveling just all the things I needed to do and first thing first is that I have not had not heard from my oldest kid for 12 days and I kept asking, you know, my spiritual guidance, hey, is my kid alive? Is he in jail? Has he been institutionalized? Where the hell is my kid? And I kept getting the answer that everything's fine. He's fine. He's having fun. He's busy in his life. And he's got a new relationship going. He found a gay man to accept him for being transgender. So that's pretty freaking cool. And, um, if you guys can hear this, this, I feel so crazy. Seeing his beanbag, it sounded like such a great idea. Now I'm like, <laughs> I'm a 50 year old woman trying to act like a 12 year old. This is not working out for me. <laughs> I'm putting another one on top of me, like a, <laughs> like a blanket. Oh my God. My life is crazy. Okay. <laughs> Well, hey, at least I could always serve as a hilarious example. Oh, my God. What the fuck? This thing smells. Oh, my God. I put it on top of me. It's wet and it smells. And they did mention something about... <laughs> oh, God. <sighs> well, if I die, it was nice knowing y'all. <laughs> oh, my God. Uh, okay. So, anyway, I so I kept asking, you know, I kept asking my my child's higher self. I kept asking my my spiritual team like hey is my kid okay what's going on and my um spiritual team kept saying yeah everything's cool basically (laughs) so after 12 days i'm like you know what i'm gonna go to quito he doesn't even know what city i'm in uh i know what city he's supposed to be in (laughs) and i just feel it's weird i just felt uncomfortable not when my kid not knowing where the hell i am do you guys understand like I don't, I don't even know why that makes a difference so much, but like, what if something happened to me and he wouldn't know? And I don't know. It's just all these weird thoughts. And so I've been reminded constantly for like the past week to have faith in the universe. Just trust, trust, trust. Everything's going to be okay. And even if something did happen, still everything's going to be okay. Everything is an illusion. We're living in the matrix. You all know that we're in the ascension. I know my kid's going to be okay. I've asked and asked and asked my higher guidance and I keep getting the answer that yes, it's going to be all right. (laughs) And I keep telling you guys, I keep telling you guys to have faith in the universe, but when, you know, you're pushed to the test and you're brought to the test and you're pushed to the brink, it's kind of like, 
yeah, everything's going to be okay. And yeah, trust, blah, blah, blah. But then the panic sets in and the anxiety sets in and all the emotions set in. And it, it ends up being a little hard, you know, to continuously have that faith, you know. So that was the first thing. And then the second thing is, am I even going to have... I mean, I, I went through like all the things with the Spanish people like you know translating stuff into Spanish for me and I mean like four false starts and I mean I had the one guy lined up and he said five dollars a page and then he flipped it on he told me he lives in Venezuela and he'll do it for five dollars a page and then as soon as I sent him all the stuff and I spent so much money like it was like seven dollars or something for the copies and seven dollars for the taxi and it was just like it's not a lot of money, but it's money on top of money on top of money on top of money. You know, like I told you guys, I'm, I'm like in this thing, like almost $2,000, $3,000 deep, almost. You know, I mean, my, my plane ticket here was $120 for two people and going home, $120 for two people and $20 for the taxi. And I mean, it's just on and on and on. It's like, <sighs> so, you know, this guy flipped it on me and said, I live in New York. <laughs> I need $35 a page. I cannot translate your papers for less than $35 a page. I have a family support to support here in New York. I'm like, oh, well, lucky you. I had to leave my country in order to be able to live. I can't afford. I own a house and I can't afford the bills, just the normal basic service, you know, like electricity and water and just for electricity and water, those two bills alone in Detroit cost more money than I make per month now. Um, so obviously I've got an adolescent I've got to take care of. I've got to buy him clothes. And my God, he goes through shoes like so fast. And thank God he's growing and he's, you know, he's doing well. But I had to live in another country <laughs> just to make the ends meet, you know. And they put these completely impossible conditions on me. I was starting to make really good money and then all this happened my husband died and I was I had to put trust and faith in the universe and I was told by them that the government that I will lose my income if I marry I will lose my income if I have a boyfriend living in my house I will lose my income if any other person helps me pay my bills <laughs> I will lose my income if I get a job. So all the jobs that I could find would have made me basically the amount of money I'm already making. And then on top of that, I would have had to pay for taxi or car and gas. And I, it's just, it's like got to the point where, well, why, you know, <laughs> so I've been put since, since 2010, I've had to have faith in the universe that I'm going to be okay, even though I'm going to go crazy being single for nine fucking years, 11 years, 11 years. Literally, they forced me in a position to be single. I mean, I could date, but I can't move forward in a relationship. And usually people come to a point where they go, mm, yeah, but you can't marry or, well, I was looking for something more or I want to move in together or blah, blah, blah. You know, it usually gets to that point. 
living in Lima, it was, I trusted the universe and I ended up having a boyfriend. And this was so amazing because he did not pay for any of my bills and he lived next door. <laughs> so he would come and sleep in my house sometimes, but he didn't live with me, you know? So I did trust the universe and I followed my guidance and I had situations like that, but I've like kind of been put in a position where I can't really have the, um, what I would want, you know, like just a normal freaking life again, having a relationship and having, you know, so I have constantly been put in a position <laughs> lately to just trust, 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 have faith, have faith, have faith. So I, um, today I set out <laughs> and my son, when he found out how much I had left to the last minute, he was so mad at me and he's completely justified. He's like, mom, you know that you've had like a year and a half to get this crap together and we're only now going to the ATM. I'm like, I know. I'm like, you know what? Let me go to the ATM. <laughs> Let me go to the ATM and get the $900 out and you go ahead and go buy his gum for the plane. And so he went to go buy gum. I went to the ATM. <clears throat> I took $300 out and I went to get the second $300 and they don't have enough money in the ATM. Oh my God. Oh my God. There's only two banks in all of Cuenca that allow me to get 300 out. Every time I get money out, it's 20 extra dollars. So I went to the second ATM that I know for a fact gives out $300. Oh, well, but guess what? They only give out 200 now. Oh my God. So I went to a bank that I know for a fact doesn't. And you know what? The universe showed me to continue to trust because that ATM actually had, they now changed their policy and they can get 300 out. And I was able to get the 600. So that was the first thing today. And then the second thing was, now we have to go to the different mall where they have pictures because every mall has different things. So we had to go get our pictures and it didn't look like it did the last time. For some reason, I couldn't remember where the hell the shop was. And my son says, well, that place says passport photos. Let's go there instead of the place you were thinking. And I'm like, okay, but I know the other place was cheap. So this place looks expensive, but I trusted, I trusted the universe. I, I'm going to not let myself be in control all the time and my son is really intelligent so I'm going to go with what he says so we walk in and she and the lady says we have to go upstairs and I'm like oh okay and I get upstairs and I'm like this is insane I remember this being a basement <laughs> and I know it's just my own memory being faulty because I was so stressed out about getting my passport photos and now these have to be smaller photos so it's kind of crazy but so I just trusted and for 20, you know, $20 later, we have both now the digital copies emailed to us as well as six teeny tiny photos of each of us, <laughs> which I don't know. I mean, imagine what it's like when you have, you, you give the government like one or two photos and now you have four left. If anyone opens like your drawer at home and there's like four tiny pictures of yourself in the drawer you're going to look like a freaking psychopath. <laughs> but I'm like, okay, well, you know what? Whatever. I'm just, you know, so you can't just buy two. You have to buy six. 
<laughs> it's just the policy. I'm like, all right, fine. We're just gonna look like psychopaths. Maybe we'll like hand them out like Valentine's, like, you know, like we're in third grade again. So I trusted my son and it turned out to be exactly the right place. And then I just, um, I said, well, let's eat here. Let's eat in the food court. And I get there and everything looks so fattening and so yucky. Like, I don't want rice. I don't want chicken. I'm, my body's like, Ugh, I don't want ice cream. Yuck. I don't want anything yucky, you know. And I didn't know what to do. And I'm like, well, I'm just going to fill out my paperwork, hand my son money. You go buy whatever you want. And we'll just sit here at this table. I'll fill out the paperwork. You do your thing. I started to fill out the paperwork, accidentally put that I was married, had to scratch it out. I hope to God they accept the paperwork because I, it's just where the box was. You know, it's, I'm, I'm trusting the universe. I did my pendulum last night and God said, trust the universe. You're going to get it. Like, what are the percentage chance on this timeline that they're going to say, oh, hell no, get out of my country. And the chance was zero, zero percent. There's not even 1% chance that they're going to say no tomorrow. And I'm still trusting the universe because I'm still scared. I'm little, a little, like, I don't know. I mean, I've never wanted to live in a place so much as I want to live here. If that makes sense. I just, I know. And my higher guidance keeps saying, you have to be in Ecuador to finish the ascension. You have to be here. And I'm like, but what if I want to go move to France? I mean, France. <laughs> and the universe says, no, you have to. You have to stay in Ecuador. I'm going to trust. I'm going to trust. I'm like, yeah, but the men in Spain are pretty sexy. I mean, I speak their language. And I've met a couple Spaniards that just <laughs> flipped my noodle. And I kind of liked them and they're very sweet and elegant people and gorgeous oh my god gorgeous but good people too I mean just everything and I'm still told no you have to stay in Ecuador and I'm like okay so and I just it's like I've been feeling like maybe I'm wrong maybe I don't belong but no my heart guidance says you have to trust the universe so I'm telling you this to you, to you guys because I don't know if you struggle the same way that I do, but it's always a constant struggle with me. Like God will tell me something directly. I'll hear his voice inside of me and I'll, and I'll go, okay. And then I'll go, yeah, but it's like, who the hell am I to argue with God, right? Who the hell am I to argue with my spiritual team, which is more than God. It's like a bunch of spiritual masters that help me. And who am I to argue with my own higher self? And yet I do because I'm stubborn and I'm a Virgo and I'm Irish, I guess. I don't know if it's an Irish thing or not, but, or maybe it's a German part of me. I don't know. <laughs> well, I'm like really, really stubborn. I'm really stubborn. So I'm kind of still stuck in this place where I have to trust. I've got to trust. I've got to trust. So I finished the paperwork and I said to my son, I go, you know, there's like four or five things that I literally can't answer because each answer might have a different uh, answer. And I also messed up because I put my birthday wrong 
everybody in the whole wide world says the day and then the month and then the year, which makes a whole boatload of sense, except the United States is still like the month and then the day. So I screwed that up. <laughs> I mean, just so many stupid things I screwed up on that paper. My son says, do you have another piece of paper? I'm like, no, I'm going to trust the universe. He's like, you know what, mom, I, I don't want to be deported because like you weren't prepared. You've had a year. And he's like so upset with me. He's like, I can't even talk about this. He's like, I'm so upset. And I'm like, well, I love you and I, I'm sorry. And I guess I'm just going to trust the universe. I was like, well, I'm going to be, he's been praying all week. He's been going to the river and lighting candles and constantly praying and getting into his spirituality. Cause you know, and maybe that's part of it. Maybe my serious problem with procrastination and my lack of trust has formulated in my kid the um, idea that he he's got to lean upon his own understanding as it says in the Bible you know and then I read A Course in Miracles and it's like well nothing I see is real I mean we are living in the matrix and anything any thoughts I think aren't even real all my thoughts are meaningless anyway so why have any thoughts either way <laughs> about the outcome? Why should I even focus on it or upset, be upset about it? So anyway, I get to this place. I finished doing everything I possibly could do for the paperwork. And I'm like, well, you know, for right now I'm done. We're going to just have faith. We're going to pray. And right now we're going to let it go. It's all we can do. I have to have faith in the universe. So this lady of three times asked me to try her candy. I'm looking at this, these little pink candies with powder on them. Like, look like a, ba like not baby powder, um, sugar, powder sugar. And I'm like, thanks, but no thanks. I need to eat something. I need to eat something. I need to eat something. The third time I said it, she says, well, why don't you, I go, I need to eat something, but I don't know what. She said, why don't you go over down there to that girl's booth over there? There was this like random fair. I'm like, okay, this is interesting. The universe is showing me something different. I never expected there'd be a fair inside the food court at the mall. And I went down there and this woman was from Bogota. She's a Rola. That's what they call themselves, Rola or Rolo. Um, people in Bogota are really cool people. I have not met one uncool people, one uncool person from Bogota yet. I'm sure they exist, but I haven't met any. And she says, well, I have this juice for you. And she made the most incredible healthy juice. And it made my mind get extremely clear. My body felt energized. And I just felt so happy. And all of a sudden, I had no hunger. And I didn't need food. From the food court, all of it looked like, blech. I don't want any of that. I just want the juice. And I felt so good. And it made my stomach feel good. It made my blood sugar balanced. And it was incredible. And it was absolutely free. I'm like, oh my God. I left everything to the last freaking minute. Maybe. I mean, I'm not going to make an excuse for being a procrastinator, but maybe that's what the universe's plan was for me, right? So then I go back. I told the lady, thank you. I'm so grateful. And then I noticed she's selling... Um, she's selling these um, uh, 
I want to call them halwa, but they're like basically sesame seeds, super packed densely with honey, not sugar, just honey and sesame seeds, nothing else. And so I bought several of those and I bought, and then this is another weird thing. Okay. Oh, and then, oh, this is the other thing. She says, I have this candy. I want you to try this candy. I'm like, God, enough of the candy. All right, lady. You know, it's, I didn't say that, but I was like, God, it's like, so why is she, she's being a pusher right now. (laughs) She's pushing her candy on me. I don't want to have your candy. Okay. Finally, I'm like, fine. I'll try your damn candy. I put one of those candies in my mouth and it was like a very thin shell. It looked like a very hard candy. I thought it was like grapefruit flavor. It had a very thin shell and it burst open. And inside the candy, you guys, was whiskey. <laughs> She's like, yeah, this is why you needed it. I'm like, where are you from? She says, Bucamaranga, Colombia. I'm like, oh my God, she's from Bucamaranga. So then I told her, I know a famous singer from there. And she knew her name. I'm like, I can't believe you know this lady. I guess she was the first person I met in Medellin like three and a half years ago. And she knows her. I'm like, oh my God. (sighs) There's all these teeny, teeny, tiny signposts. When I was sitting there filling out the paperwork, there's this lovely lady from Manabi, which is on the coast, north coast, south of Esmeraldas in Ecuador. And she was selling these bracelets that she hand makes. And she's working her little butt off just doing these intricate um, bracelets. They're, they're, I mean, incredible, like very finely detailed work and They're just pretty basic as a design goes, but I know she's working her butt off. She's trying so hard and she's selling these things that the material would cost 30 cents, but she's selling them for $5, but three for 10. And I said, you know, I'm going to buy three for 10. I'm going to buy one for my son's girlfriend and I'll buy two for me. And maybe, um, you know, maybe if I find somebody who one of these is for, I'll, I'll gift it something, you know? And then I started looking through her stuff and she has a Celtic love knot, not the one of three, but the one with four sections. And it's a very rare Celtic love knot. It's one that I thought about getting a tattoo of a long time ago. And here it is. And it's in my favorite color. Like the, the bracelet part is like this moss green, one of my favorite colors. And then this other one was my favorite color turquoise with an ohm symbol. Uh, trust the universe the ohm symbol is the sound that the universe makes as it expands when you chant ohm like the like at the correct frequency not what i just did because i'm trying to be quiet but when you do it at the right frequency scientists discover only like a couple decades ago that it is the exact sound that the rishis and the people in india have been like using their voices to make the exact sound and this symbol is a symbol of that sound that the universe makes as it is expanding like the universe everything makes a sound did you guys know the sun makes a sound the moon jupiter all the planets have their own hertz frequency sound that they put out You could go to the nasa.gov website and look it up. 
some of the planets I'm like ooh <laughs> that feels like a bad energy <laughs> and some of them are pretty cool so it's worth checking out it's worth an afternoon <laughs> or an evening checking out for like an hour it's pretty cool but um so I was um shocked that this candy like had whiskey in it I'm like oh what are the other flavors they were vodka anise liqueur amaretto and there was all these dishes of candy and I started eating them again and I like I ate so many of them I started to get drunk on her candy and she was laughing so hard and then I bought like I don't know twelve dollars worth of stuff from her and she was like and she gave me the biggest hug the lady at the uh, bracelet booth who gave me a big hug and I just felt like <clears throat> okay if I had gone to get the money on a different day or the pictures on a different day I would not have met people that were willing so open-hearted and so sweet and so willing to give me the love and attention they gave me and then I gave them love and attention back and it was like everything kind of was orchestrated in a way in which I started to relax <laughs> obviously because of the candy with the alcohol in it but but besides that like the juice and the I mean and my son is like stressing out. I'm like, don't stress. All of this is showing me something. He's like, what? And I go, we have to trust the universe. There was a man who says, I want you to try this hat on. I tried this hat on and it looked incredible on me. It was like $38 and I'm like, it's going to get crushed in my bag. I just, I'm going to Quito. He goes, oh, well, my store's in Quito and you can always come by and he hands me his card. I'm like, Wow. And by the way, I'm a Venezuelan, and I live here with my wife. And I'm like, oh my gosh. And, he, and so he was so sweet. And I mean, like everyone at this fair was so sweet. And the whole, all the interactions, all the exchanges, all were there like I was there to help them, and they were here to help me. That was the energy I got. The lady who I bought the bracelets from, <coughs> excuse me, she says, so um, anytime anyone hands you anything, whether it's money or an object, always take it with your left hand because that's your receiving hand and that's how you're going to always receive more in your life. I mean, just for that alone, how profound. I had no idea about that. Out of all the stuff that I know, there's so much yet to learn that, I mean, I'm sitting here on a beanbag in the middle of the freaking night in Quito, Ecuador, like a little kid cross-legged, realizing that I just, it's like, the more you know, the less you know, you know? I just have to trust the universe. Everything's going to work out. I think I'll have my days in France. I'll have my time in Spain. I'll get to visit Italy, maybe even own a, a place sometime, or maybe get to rent a place sometime. But I need to be in Ecuador right now, and that's what the universe is showing me. So what is the universe showing you? What little tiny interactions and exchanges, when you do something and you're on the right path, the universe is gonna show you all these signs along the way. My son told me he's thinking about being an Instagram model 
and becoming a fashion model. And he's saying, look, mom, he's like, I know I'm good looking enough. I know I'm tall enough. At least I'm getting there. And I'm thin, so I look taller. And if I could be a model and make money, you know, even for commercial print ads, you don't have to be super tall for that. He's like, maybe I could put myself through school or maybe I could support myself while I'm finishing my degree. I'm like, oh yeah, okay. Well, we're gonna put the feelers out to the universe. And he's like, well, you need to call people. I'm like, I called a few people and they are all like, oh, well, we need only women. You know, and it seems kind of like sexist. I only like women, only 16 year old girls. I'm like, ew, that's a bad energy, you know? So I just said, we're gonna, we're gonna trust the universe. We're gonna trust the universe and we're gonna, everything's gonna be okay. I just know it. So guess who I sat next to on the plane? I sat next to an Ecuadorian fashion designer. (laughs) And he has been designing the most glorious gowns. And I'm telling you right now, this guy, Francisco, he has talent. I mean, the dresses he showed me are every bit as good as anything I've ever seen on a Hollywood runway. I kid you not. I mean, this 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 guy's going places. And he says, I'm going to be in Los Angeles next week. He has um, a fashion show that he's going to put on in Los Angeles next week. He's the real deal. He showed me his Instagram and he says, oh, girl, why, I got to just add you. We've got to be best friends, you know. He's like, when we go to Cuenca, you know, when we were back in Cuenca. And I'm like, yeah, for sure. So he's sitting there with his friend who is his boyfriend. Turns out it's his boyfriend. And they're going to Gay Pride next month. In Ecuador, we celebrate Pride in July. Like, so now I've got someone to go to Pride with. And by the way, he needs possibly a male model. And my son, he looked at my son, he goes, ooh, he's guapo. I go, yeah, he's handsome. He's like, well, that's awesome. Yeah, sure. Sure, I will absolutely look. You know, so he, I just found a connection for my son to become a fashion model. Maybe with him, maybe not with him, I don't know. But he has connections to the rest of the Latin American fashion industry. (laughs) I mean, trust the universe, right? Trust the universe. Whether something comes of it or not, I don't know, but trust the universe. (laughs) and usually people when they look at me or talk to me they're a little bit quiet or shy or timid and I feel the same way so I like I feel like I can never make a connection in the airport while waiting for the plane this steward or not stewardess um I don't know but she worked for the airlines I don't know what her job was she wasn't didn't work on the plane but she took the tickets before you get on the plane And it's a really tiny airport. You've got to walk out onto the tarmac. You've got to walk up the rickety stairs. You've got to step into the plane from the staircase that's on wheels. I mean, it's really, really, really small airport. I was shocked that there were six flights going out tonight. I mean, I thought there's only four a day or something. They've actually almost doubled their flights. I couldn't believe it. And the flight was full. There's four million people here in Quito. 
Some people were here to visit. Some people were here coming home. So this woman was so friendly and she was, I swear she was flirting with me. I don't want to self-flatter myself, but I was like, oh, I'm like, you know, I don't know. She's beautiful. Like I kind of wanted to ask her out, but I didn't do it. I was just, oh, she's so beautiful, but not going to do it. I can't do it. If it's meant to be, I'll run into her another time. But uh, something about the little freckles on her nose. I was like, oh, in her smile. And she was so friendly and open. And she says, I'm crossing my fingers for you that your appointment goes well and you get to stay in Ecuador. And I was blown away by her hospitality, her friendly nature. And that was yet one more signpost. Somebody's welcoming me to the country, wants me to be here. I mean, even in that moment, I was wanted here. I haven't felt that energy, I don't know, maybe in Colombia three years ago. Didn't feel it in Detroit so much. A couple people, I mean, I met cool people, but I didn't feel the energy of, I really am glad you're here. I really want you here kind of energy. And whether she's flirting with me or not, I have no idea, but there's something different in that energy. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like when you, the signs that you are on the right path, things are going to come together in a very weird and unique way. Even if you put things off the last minute, it's all somehow going to work out. Um, you're going to have little signposts and surprises along the way to take you out of your own head. You are going to feel an energy that was different before. When you get on the right path, the energy changes and you feel welcomed on that path. Instead of, of feeling the energy of fighting and clawing and scrapping your way to the top and people are against you and backbiting and backstabbing and trying to hurt you and trying to get into your pants or into your wallet or into your house to steal your stuff. I mean, like, those are the energies I've been dealing with for three years. Well, six years, rather. But today, on my way to getting residency, everything pointed to yes, 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 yes. Every taxi driver we had was sweet and accommodating. Every person we met was just, the energy was so incredibly wonderful. Everything was sweet. Everything was sweet. The energy of sweetness and welcoming. The energy when you're on the right path switches and changes. The energy of friendship, meeting new people along the way is another sign. Meeting new people. I mean, I met several people who are very sweet and nice to me, but the two people on the plane I met tonight, one is in public relations and one is a fashion designer and they're boyfriends. So they're in the industry and they're in the community. And it's like, oh, thank God. Now it looks like I'm going to have new friends when I get back to Cuenca. Oh my God. Yay. Right? Yay. So there was that. And then, even though <laughs> I'm sitting here in the middle of this yard and I'm a little bit uncomfortable, and I'm in a city of four million people, and I talked to the taxi driver, and he said, You know, 10 years ago, this wasn't a terribly safe city. There were some places that were a little dangerous, but now the crime rates are down, people are happy. 
And this is a really, really wonderful place to live. He said, you know, we hear stories of places like Mexico, where it's now increasingly more dangerous with more violence um, in general towards tourists and everything. And he said, this is a different place. Ecuador is so different from all the other places you hear about. So hearing good news along the path is another sign. (laughs) Confirming your suspicions when you have positive ideas and energy. You feel, oh, I feel good energy. And then having that, the affirmations of that, the confirmation of that. And then the friendship energy, the good vibe energy, all of these things are, are signs that you are on the right path. And these are signs that you can trust in the universe to have your back at every turn. And also not being attached to the outcomes and accepting whatever comes your way, accepting whatever your, you know, whatever your fate is beyond what you can do. You can only do what you can do. And then the universe is going to have your back. As long as I go to the appointment, as long as I make the application, you guys, I was going to have a backup plan and be a little sneaky and make another appointment before my appointment, just in case it didn't work out so that I would still be in compliance with the law so that I would still be able to stay where I love to stay. And there was like pictures of construction guys and it says this page this is under construction in Spanish that's what it said zona construcción I'm like oh my god one of my backup plans is gone and then the message came just trust in the universe all right no more running away from being legal illegal I'm facing the music tomorrow one way or the other And I have 30 days to, if they say no, I have 30 days to get out of here or marry somebody. (laughs) And if I, if they do have me deported, which is basically telling me to leave in 30 days, then our choice is to leave. And then we're welcome back in two years. (sighs) But you know what? I'm going to have faith in the universe. You've got to have faith in the universe too. We're all in this together. We all create our own reality. My thoughts are meaningless and everything I see really has no more meaning than the meaning I give it. This chair I see really has no meaning. This beanbag I see really has no meaning. You know, this art I see has no meaning. It's what this message is all about, guys. It's like telling you about my story, but also how we need to trust the universe and what are those signs. And those are the signs. Everything that I experienced today. And also at the last minute, like how did my son's girlfriend's friend at the very last minute come at me with, I will charge you $4 a page. I will take all care of all of the copies and extra copies for you. I will go to the notary public with you. I will do all of the conversating with you for you. 
for $4 a page. Everyone in Cuenca charges 10. The guy in New York, 35. He said five and then 35. And here I get the lowest possible price and it ends up being 44, which means the angels are at your side. This whole process for the past couple weeks now, it seems like the timing was incorrect before. The timing seems correct now, regardless of the outcome. I'm not going to attach myself one way or another to the outcome. I'm not going to attach myself to the outcome. I'm going to trust the universe. And you know what? I hope that this is inspiring you to, to do the same. Do not be attached to the outcomes. Trust your higher guidance. Trust your spiritual team. Trust your hunches. And look for all the teeny tiny little signs along the way. As soon as I said that, I looked up and saw a police car. Like the red and blue light on the side of this house next door. But the reason this is a safe and secure zone, and even the taxi said, this, the taxi driver said, this is a safe and secure zone. That right there is a sign. It's because the police, they doubled up on the police. And all they do is they walk, they uh, drive around in the patrol cars and flash their lights. And everybody feels safe now. The police here, at least, are okay. And I'm still looking up at the most glorious sky with a waning moon that is bright as hell. <laughs> it's so bright. And the stars. And the black cat that just went on the fence neck onto the other side of the property. Different house. Do you guys feel the difference in energy here? I don't have a million motorcycles and honks and everything. I mean, when I normally record my show, it's a bunch of traffic and I'm inside an apartment three flights up with all my windows and doors closed. And now, right now, I'm sitting outside under a moon that's absolutely beautiful and it's lighting my path. You know, it's all a sign. One way or the other, the outcome has no meaning. Except the meaning I give it. If I choose to give it no meaning, then why would I worry or stress about it? Reality is what I project out with my mind. I'm not tied to the outcome. I trust the universe. That's how I think we all need to be. Not tied to the outcome, trust the universe. And be at peace. That's all I can say, guys. I am cold, cold, cold. I gotta go to bed and try to figure out how to climb up that. The ladders are at an angle, so it's not terrible, but <laughs> gotta go up there and figure out how to do everything they need to do. <laughs> But I'm going to trust in the universe. 
I love each and every one of you. Thank you. Thank you for being my listener. Thank you for tuning in, liking, subscribing, and sharing with your family and friends who are also of a spiritual mind. We're still looking for our hashtag soul tribe, still looking for our hashtag soul family. That's how you're going to find me on Twitter. Just look for hashtag soul family. You'll see what I tweeted yesterday and every other day. Um, every other day or every few days I tweet something something from the show yesterday it was a picture of my pendulum and there was a mysterious pink energy hovering above my notebook I don't know what that is no matter what filter I used it was the same when I saw it with my eyes it wasn't there took a picture of the camera like whoa pretty interesting yeah and it's very similar to the color I see the um healing grid that's beneath our feet that I helped create with other light workers. And um, one quick note on what happened to me yesterday. This is a really weird one. In my bathroom, doing whatever, I think I was getting ready to brush my teeth. And I was thinking about nothing in particular. I'd just woken up. And I happened to flash my eyes quickly downward at my arm. And on my arm flashed a... Um, I don't know how to explain it other than it looked like if any of you have ever gone to an amusement park or a bar or um, like a fraternity party and they stamp your hand or your your, um, wrist and you can't see what they stamped on you until you put it under a black light and it's like a neon yellow or a neon green or somewhere in between those two colors and you're like oh cool you know, and then you don't really see it out in the normal light. It has to go under a special black light. Well, that's what I saw in my arm, and it was a series of... It was like a series of seven numbers or letters. I don't know if it was even in English or if it was actual number. I don't know what it was. It flashed so rapidly on my upper arm near the crook where your arm, you know, bends on the inside part of my lower arm. And it was on my forearm. It was so weird. It was like I'd gotten a tattoo with this neon ink that only flashes bright underneath the black light. And it was just like for a half, like for half a second, I saw him like, whoa. And I realized I saw a glimpse into the future. So hashtag new powers coming on. <laughs> I don't know what it was. And then later on, about an hour or so later, I saw a glimmer of it just for a split second, like a nanosecond, not even a full second. I saw it again, and I'm like, oh, this is really weird. I don't know what it is. I don't know what it means. I told my son, I hope that means that it's a tattoo that they give you when you get on board the spaceship and you start working for the Galactic Federation. And he's like, Mom... Maybe we can't talk about this right now until we both have had our coffee. I'm like, yeah, I agree. Maybe I'm just saying crazy stuff, but I don't know what that meant. What does it mean? Does it mean I'm going to go to an exclusive club? Am I going to get a crazy tattoo? I don't know. Was it in Russian? Was it in Hebrew? I don't know what language it was. It was a series of seven, I don't know, letters or numbers. I don't even know. Maybe it was in a foreign language. And I say foreign, I mean... (laughs) <laughs> Fuera, la tierra, outside of the earth, possibly. No say, I don't know. 
I don't know, guys. It was just one of those weird things. If you guys have had anything like that happen, I definitely want to hear about it. Definitely. I mean, this world is getting weirder and weirder. It's getting wilder and wilder. You don't even need to do drugs. Hashtag freebie. <laughs> it's not even a hashtag LSD flashback. It's stuff I never imagined possible. Not even on acid. So I have some other stuff to talk to you guys about tomorrow. I just thought of it, so I'm going to remember it. Remember, remember, I just touched my forehead. I've got a thing where I touch my forehead. I will remember it when I touch my forehead next. It's a neat little trick I learned in hypnotherapy school. Well, someday, someday I'll teach you guys about those. They're called anchors. Anyway, I have to go. I got to publish my show. I got to get my butt into bed, guys. I am so tired. I love each and every one of you, but I'm signing off now with peace and love and joy and the high vibes of the holy fifth dimension. Until next time, peace. Metaphysical Soul Speak is run on sponsors and listener support. This means listeners like you. If you are so inclined to support my efforts and my little podcast, please visit me at anchor.fm forward slash metaphysical and pledge an amount of your choosing today. Thank you.